You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In the final part of the show, we get a view from Japan from William Pesek, Tokyo-based author and journalist. Good morning, William. Good morning. Um, So we've got Prime Minister Kishida experiencing his weakest approval rating since he took office. Um, How's that affecting his ability to govern? Well, I mean, one of the things that's uh, sort of plaguing his year is people are already wondering about whether or not the end is near for the Kishida administration, right? He's been prime minister for about two years now. And his approval ratings are as low as 21%, which makes uh, Joe Biden look pretty popular at the moment. And for Japanese leader, leaders, anything below 30% tends to be the danger zone in terms of the survivability of governments. So certainly the media here is beginning to look around and looking at these low approval ratings and wondering, A, how much longer this government can survive, and B, how much latitude the Kishida government might have to take steps to kind of break the fall. I mean, if he wanted to redouble efforts to, say, boost the economy, reform the economy, to uh, spread Japan's wings around Asia and improve diplomatic relations, how much political capital does he have with approval ratings at 21%? And that is the question we'll be trying to answer the next uh, few months, I guess. So, I mean, why is the rating so low? I mean, if we look at it from afar, and as obviously I am looking at it from afar, generally looks like the economy's picked up, the stock market's at new highs. I mean, yes, you've got an inflation issue where, uh, with the fact these continuing low interest rates. Um, but is it down to that, or is there more into why the ratings have been falling? Well, I mean, I think it's a variety of factors. Uh, as you mentioned, inflation's been rising. I think one of the problems is that Japan is getting what you call bad inflation, right? The, the inflation Japan is getting is not based on, uh, you know, domestic demand improving and prices improving. It's really about importing inflation from overseas, higher gas prices, oil prices. And so that is affecting consumer confidence. The other problem is that the Nikkei is at 33-year highs, which is wonderful, but Japanese wages are not keeping pace. And so... I think a lot of Japanese households had hoped that this would be the year uh, when Japanese companies would feel the need or feel the, the desire to spread the wealth, if you will. And we're not seeing that in the form of higher wages. And I think also, you know, Japanese are looking at the state of the world, um, just, just, you know, geopolitical uh, breakdowns everywhere. And they're wondering what role their government, if any, is playing in trying to put out any of these fires. And, you know, Prime Minister Kishida has not been that wildly engaged in a lot of these uh, these overseas entanglements. And so you put it all together, and I think the Japanese people don't think their government is, is looking uh, is looking very stable at the moment. Um, but playing devil's advocate over here, oil prices external. It's not like Japan can control that. Um, obviously, geopolitical tensions is a lot of it is external. Japan's not really getting involved. So from Prime Minister's point of view, a lot of the factors in which they're holding against him is actually again out of his control. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a fair point. I mean, Joe Biden would make the same argument to you um, in the U.S., certainly. Absolutely. But I think that one of the other problems that um, Kashida's having is he has the kind of bookmark problem, if you will. So 10 years ago in 20, 2013, Prime Minister Abe, Shinzo Abe, came to power 
uh, promising major change in Japan. He was going to be you know, Japan's Ronald Reagan, Japan's Margaret Thatcher, and Kishida was one of his protégés. So Kishida is tied to that legacy. Ten years on, Japan has not changed fundamentally uh, in ways that the Abe administration had pledged or that any administration since then has pledged, including the current Kishida one. And I think two years in, I think a lot of voters had hoped that Prime Minister Kishida would do more to recalibrate economic growth engines, if you will. He talked a lot about a new capitalism to basically improve living standards for the middle class. A lot of that has fallen by the wayside. And I think that you see a bit of disillusionment on the part of the Japanese. Yeah, the economy is relatively stable, sure. But if you're asking the Japanese if they're confident about the economy three, five, ten years from now, the answer is no. And they're being, that's being manifested in Prime Minister Kishida's very low approval ratings. And so you know, I'd, I'd say the Japanese people are not ending 2023 uh, in a, much of a feel-good mood, if you will, for better or worse. And how much, how much does demographics play a part in that? Because obviously you do have an aging population, a declining population of sorts. Um, it's not a place that has historically brought in a lot of um, immigrants. So does demographics not play a big part in what's going on as well? I mean, that is part of the doom, right? When, when, when Japanese look to the future, um, there probably is less reason to be optimistic today than there might have been 10 years ago. The demographics... A part of it. Not only are Japanese aging rapidly, but the birth rate um, is one of the lowest, and uh, I'd say probably the lowest among G7 economies at this point. And so the demographics are part of it. And we just keep on hearing government after government talking about how we're going to put out the welcome mat, we're going to attract new foreign talent, we're changing regulations, we're going to turn Japan into a you know a startup center in Asia. And nothing ever seems to happen. Nothing ever seems to change. And I think Prime Minister Kushida right now is looking, I mean, in some ways he's looking at the fallout from that, the political fallout from that, where the Japanese populace, they're looking at the fact he's been around for two years, his party's been in power for 10 years, and you know, certain things have changed to help corporate, you know, corporations investing in Japan. So people who get dividends, you know, Warren Buffett is happy. But is the average Japanese better off than they were two years or 10 years ago? And the answer is no. And inflation, um, no matter what the cause is, is not helping that sense of um, disillusionment, if you will. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it looks like that's all we do have time for. It did feel very short today. I guess that shows the interest that that was having in the topic and the discussion. So I'd like to thank you for coming in. Um, that was obviously a very My enjoyable pleasure. time. That was William Pesek, Tokyo-based author and journalist. Thank you.